Hello, Dave. Ian, how you doing, buddy? I am okay. Um, so I want to start off our show here, the, mm-hmm. the little apex adjacent with me, Ian, and you, Dave, um, with uh, a little bit heavy, a little bit heavy. Okay, yeah, but, sure. But I, I was, I've been kind of mulling something, and I want to get it out there. So by the time this comes out, this is going to be sort of old news, um, but we're recording this on the on the 14th of April. Um, and within the last you know, several days, there have been two more sort of, you know, horrendous incidents with, with uh, police officers and, and um, two young black men. Right. And so, you know, the reason I want to talk about it is that I want to point out that, um, you know, because these both centered around traffic stops and I'm talking about uh, Dante Wright and Karan uh, Nazario. Um, in general, both of them were traffic stops. Right. Know? So right. I think that sometimes lost in, in this, you know, this is something we talk about all the time, but like you cannot separate this or you cannot separate car culture from was happening here because so many of these incidents like Philander Castile was also a traffic stop gone bad. Right. Right. Because of the way that American life intersects with cars, um, you know, obviously when there's such, when there's other problems in society, those things are going to intersect too. Right. So we should talk about these things as car enthusiasts and as people who are interested in car culture and how that intersects with American life. Right. I think that whole thing is a whole other discussion, which we should think more about before we have a a whole discussion about (laughs) it. But I just wanted to like, and, and I don't want to get too deep into this because there's a lot smarter people than us who have already said much better things like Trevor Noah had a really great, um, really great uh, video he released today. Um, but really specifically the stop with Lieutenant Nazario. Yeah. Um, so this was the guy who in Virginia was driving with a new car and right. didn't have license plates on. And then he, uh, but he had the temp tag taped in the back window, which is as someone who's actually bought a car in Virginia, I know for a fact that that is what you're supposed to do. They give you, right. they give you the paper and then you tape the paper and that's it. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's not, not like, like a weatherproof thing that you get like you do here in Denver. No. Yeah. It's right, like okay. printer paper that they give you at the DMV. It has to go inside. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Um, okay. Sure. Yeah. Cause when I bought the sob, I bought it in Virginia and right. across country with that exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the cops, I don't know what happened. They didn't see it, whatever. Who knows? Um, but he, went less than a mile down the road to a well-lit area. Yep. You know, driving under the speed limit with his hazards on, which honestly I've done that exact same thing. Right. Right. Um, and I think this hit really, this hit me pretty hard because I know I've talked on the show before about having been in the military. And I think I've even talked on the show about being treated very differently by the same people in and out of uniform. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you, but like, I know when I was, when I was younger, I think this is one thing that sort of frustrates me with people who don't understand what black men in particular go through with the police is that like most even white dudes I know at some point in their life also were hassled unnecessarily by cops. Right. Like, right. I definitely did. I definitely did. Especially like, you know, in, in Oklahoma, but even when I was, you know, growing up in, in Michigan, I definitely got, um, kind of, you know, not, I wouldn't, uh, not anything, there was anything, never anything violent, but definitely just hassled, you know? Right. Right. And everybody knew what was happening. Like, Oh, this is a hassle. Right. 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 Yeah. It's like somebody, somebody has a chip on their shoulder. Somebody's on some kind of power trip. Right. But and, at some and point, it's just playing out with me in, in this scene. Right. Right. 
Yeah. Right. And, but there's like almost like an implicit understanding that like that expires at some point. Yeah. You know, when, when you're a white guy, like it just, it just stopped at some point in my life. Okay. Probably some of that was, I was less of a knucklehead, but you know, there was definitely, there was definitely something to that. Like it just felt those interactions just suddenly felt different as I got older. Sure. Sure. And I, but I will say that being active duty does give you this weird window into how people see, you know, people who might be threatening. Right. And, you know, usually young men are very threatening, you know, but usually, and I used to get this all the time where I would go into like a gas station in my civilian clothes and, and, you know, I always looked a little out of place in Oklahoma sure. I was stationed. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I just kind of got that, like, you're not from around here sort of vibe. Right. 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 But I could go in the, that same gas station the next week in uniform on the way to work. And it was a totally different. Like you're met with reverence or just, I mean, just like the amount of respect that like a normal person would expect to get, you know, in a situation, you know, like if I, like if I walked in to a gas station now looking like an, an older gentleman, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Yeah, we will. We will. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, it just, it's just different the way that, the world interacts with you when you're in uniform. You, to, just to kind of sum it up, I mean, you're treated better? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want some directional qualifier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so what really struck me about that, um, that video is having been pulled over many times, sure. both in and out of uniform. Okay. Yeah, I can tell you with 100% certainty that there were definitely times where I got a ticket when I was out of uniform that I would not have gotten if I was in in uniform. uniform. Okay. And the other way where I got out of shit that I way should not have. Okay. Uh, You definitely would have gotten a ticket had you been civilian clothes. Yes, absolutely. And so I just think that that um, disparity between like how white active duty people are treated by the police and what happened on this video. Yeah. You know, that it's just like another like signpost of like that you can, you can, you could start there and extrapolate and just see what it's like to be black in America. Um, Right. And that, that I think each one of these videos is a signpost for somebody. This one was a big one for me because I gotcha. lived similar experiences to that, you know? Right. Right. Um, so yeah, that's my, that was, uh, that's what's been, I've been stewing about, uh, since those videos kind of got released. Yeah. And rightly so, man. I mean, it's, it's awful. Like I, I think that like I, traffic stops are going to pick up and these kinds of incidents are like they they have a chance of ticking up right which is awful right not only are we more polarized more charged more like the racists have dug in their heels the progressives have become more progressive like everybody's getting more polarized right and everyone is everyone is afraid of everyone else right and like people have never been so vilified in each other's minds in mm-hmm. in recent memory in in american culture right and then we we have the the fact that like we're coming out of a pandemic you know starting to right when no one was going to the dmv right people were making cardboard license plates and it was fine for a while right mm-hmm. i let my plates go Right. I had to pay the late fee. Right. But like, yeah. And then I realized like, oh, you got to make an appointment and like, and you know, it took the DMV some time to adjust to it too. Right. So like, so there's this whole kind of like this big segment of the population that has expired tags out there right now that feels like they have a fucking target on their head. Mm 
because they keep seeing things like this happen and they know what it's like to be black in America. Right. And it's, I'm afraid. I'm really afraid. Right. Um, yeah. Like, well, and and this, and that's, what's so crazy is that this is an example of someone who literally did nothing wrong. Exactly. Right. And had like some privilege. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is usually kind of afforded right when in these sorts of situations and it still wasn't enough right right what's enough what's enough right yeah Yeah, like those words in the video that the cop said when he was like the guy was like i'm afraid and he was like you should be or something like that like yeah that was fucking awful man like why why should he be like this is a this is a traffic stop right like right yeah. Yeah, and it just seems like I mean, we could there's there's a lot of debate about like what sort of people policing attracts or 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 whatever. But right, right. To me it just seems like we're never going to weed out the aggro assholes, right? Right. So it just seems like the only thing to do is to just de-escalate you know? Right. And, and, and if and, that means that there, I mean, even if that means a few more criminals get away with stuff, right. It seems like, uh, you know, an easy price to pay. If the benefit is that the populace isn't terrified of the police. Right. Know? And also let's put into context what you said, like a, a few more people getting away with stuff. It's like, it's on the, on the level of getting away with having expired tags for, you right. Know, for, a, yeah. this is not like murder. Right. Yeah. Right. Let's, exactly. you know, yeah. Right. So like, well, let's, let's yeah, qualify uh, some things, you know? Well, right? and the, the, like the other one uh, with, with Dante Wright, who, who was killed because yeah. A 26 year veteran mixed up her uh, taser and her Glock. Yeah. Um, she, the, the, you know, the, the first kind of report that came out was that they realized that he had a warrant. Right. And it, it turns out it was a warrant. It was a bench warrant because he missed a Zoom meeting right. that was for another, like, nothing traffic violation. Right, know? right. It's nuts. It's not like there was no evidence. They had no evidence to support that this person was dangerous. They obviously know where he lives. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. They could have just let him go, got in the car, drove to his house on the, doing the speed limit. And (laughs) right. If you want to serve a warrant, serve a warrant. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's so crazy. Um, you know, I, like I, I grew up around a lot of police officers, right? My dad being a cop, I saw the aggro assholes firsthand, right? Like I had a pretty, um, well, like let's back up a little bit. It'd be, um, I mean, like, I think that you have a solid understanding of how sensitive of a person I am, right? I'm mm-hmm. highly sensitive. I'd like, it's just something about me. Right. I'm, I'm you're, my, ve- you're my sweet boy. Sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sensitive. Like, uh, and, uh, to a lot of folks out there that like, that means that like someone can see something and I can see something and I would have a very, like a, a much more amplified reaction to it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily like a trigger or something, but like Sometimes like a word or something like that will really cut really deep into me and I don't know why. And I never really kind of understood this about myself until I, until I, you know, was older and, you know, I was in therapy and like, yeah, and I just kind of started understanding that right as, as an adult and, and accepting it. Right. And also I identified that in my father. My father was highly sensitive. He was very, very sensitive. And I can think back to times in my mind where we had interactions that didn't go very well because of one of our sensitivities. Right. And, um, you know, I, I know that like that police work is a lot of people are drawn to it because it is an altruistic profession. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But also, 
right? There's this big conjunction in the sentence is, and you've seen this in the military, right? Because the military is very similar in that you're serving a greater good, right? It's, it's, you know, individuals making up a whole to, to make, to, to idealistically make something better, right? Make something safer, right? Change, you know, like keep things from being attacked, right? Like all of this kind of stuff, right? And knowing that the spectrum of individuals attracts everyone from somebody like my father, who is a very highly sensitive, very tender-hearted person, right? To someone that is like, is just there because like they want a chance to kill somebody that looks different from them, right? Right. And this, like that entire thing, right? And I think that you, um, you said it in a tweet where it's like, well, these are individuals that are that are endorsed to commit acts of violence should it come to that, right? And there are people that are looking forward to that, and there are people that are absolutely not, right? In that profession, right? But they're yeah. they're given the same charge and the same capabilities, right? <clears throat> and so, like, it's it is it, in a society like we have where black brown people of color indigenous folks they they are more impacted by things like traffic tickets traffic stops expired tags right the hardships of getting to the dmv when they have like individuals that work service professions right individuals that have had to work in person through a pandemic yeah sometimes multiple jobs exactly right so in a world that is not catered to facilitating their the hours in which they can get this kind of stuff taken care of, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like all of that builds up to these awful kinds of, um, it's this, it, it's just keeping these individuals oppressed, right? And it's just, it's so hard to see this just bar that is set that, it just like the DMV is not changing their hours. Like this is all like, this is all kind of all, all kinds of things that could, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Like stop. No, like, I, yeah. I, I do want to, uh, you, 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 you touched on something there. Cause you, you were <clears throat> kind of talking about, you know, like the police versus the military thing. And I, I think I've kind of talked about this before, but it's an important thing to, to bring up because, I think in a lot of people's minds that haven't that have no contact with either one of those groups, like yeah, sometimes get conflated. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, I and it's so important to understand that you are totally correct that both of those groups or both of those professions sort of attract that spectrum that you were right. talking about. Right. And there's, right. you know, I mean, so many different reasons that I heard from people about why they joined or whatever. And same thing I'm sure from you, like you you probably interacted with however many cops in your life and you probably heard just as many reasons for why they became cops. Sure. Yeah. Um, But the thing is with the military is that the military is really structured to uh, with kind of like everything that they do kind of has in the back of their mind, like, Oh, um, just giving people this, power this autonomous power to use lethal force is really terrible like it's right. a terrible terrible idea right and so you, you have these really strict sorts of things in place i mean down to you don't have the same constitutional rights as a service member that you do as public you're 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 subject to a totally different set of laws right and right the burden of proof Co- court system yeah yeah it's totally different right um and and that is because you know, we have several millennia of proof of like, hey, giving a bunch of young people uh, weapons and just like setting them loose with no structure is a real bad idea. Right. Um, and we and that's why I think like, you know, Trevor Noah really makes this point really well in his video that he did about how the system is really working as it's designed. Right. Um, right. And so I think that 
there is one way in which the police could improve by emulating the military, which is working to design a system that reduces those those any points of friction between this force that you have given lethal force, uh, you know, lethal capabilities to and the public, right? Like right. there, there's no reason for traffic tra- for like any traffic stop basically. Right. Right. You know, I, I mean, unless somebody's being very dangerous, like actively dangerous, right. Putting other lives in danger. Right. Then w- why? You right. Know? Right. It's not a, it's not an, a safety issue. It's a compliance issue. Well, and often it's a funding issue. Right. Right. You know, Ex- it, it all, great point. Yes. Yes. You know, it, it goes it goes back to what you were talking about about, you know, poor people financing the rest of our lives, you know, mm-hmm. by through ticky tack bullshit like expired tags, you know. Right. I mean, right. it's asinine. Right. And then also like um what did you mention earlier about um Oh, about uh, something that in relation to like a a smartphone or having internet access, I can't, maybe I'm mixing it up. I didn't, but I mean, that's, that's another good point is that like so much of those, the like, especially with COVID times, like yeah, navigating COVID stuff without a smartphone is there you go. impossible. Yeah, it, that was it. It was the like, how are you supposed to find out that the DMV is appointment only and they're closed and all they do is have signs that point you to a website, right? And yeah. if you don't have a smartphone, how are you supposed? So then you have to figure out, you know, talk to someone that does, right? Like all of these kinds of t- these stepping stones and like, like you said, the system is working as it's designed, right? In in healthcare, like so, my profession in healthcare accessibility is is looked at very differently right mm-hmm. like I, let me give you one issue right now right like so we can bring interpretive services into virtual visits for uh non-english speakers right mm-hmm. awesome cool <laughs> on top of that the service we use has like 40 some odd like audio video languages and like another 300 audio only languages and if That's you know, awesome. like, if you know anything about Aurora, Colorado, it's an insane melting pot. Like there are some languages that are spoken in Aurora that that service doesn't have. <laughs> like, wow. it, it's crazy. Right. And so, um, I mean, we, we get to reap the benefits of having an insanely diverse, like part of Colorado. Right. Like, so there's great stuff, right. That comes out of that. But like in order to get to a virtual visit, somebody has to click through a bunch of stuff that's only in English. Right. Mm. And so like, we're trying to resolve that. We're trying to inject interpretive services earlier into this interaction so that they can walk folks through, right. That kind of accessibility, like in the healthcare sector is something that like we identify and we're like, we got to fucking solve this. Right. The D the DMVs hours are like nine to four 30. Fuck off. (laughs) Right. You know, so like it's a completely different mentality, right? And it it absolutely needs to be treated like like healthcare is or you know like treating everyone like that they should have the same access to those resources regardless of whether they speak English, what their station is in life, what hours they work, right? You know, like that that kind of stuff like it it really negatively impacts people's lives and we get a lot of like super downstream, you know, tertiary, you know, and later effects because of like, because of bank hours, because of DMV hours, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. cars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I think it just goes back to, I think that the critiques of, you know, when people talk about systemic problems right 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 we're never going to change we're never going to successfully change that spectrum of people that right are working within these systems that we have whether it's the dmv or healthcare or whatever and so you have to you have to change you have to design a system with the expectation 
Yes. That there are going to be aggro assholes. And there you go. Tenderhearted people. Right. And you have to make it so the aggro assholes will fail and and and, and get face the, consequences. Right. Accountability yes. and consequences. Right. But also, but also, you have to give. You have to design a system that gives them less opportunity to be aggro assholes in the first place. Exactly. To ex, to, you know, to infect others with their absolutely, absolutely. Assholes. Right. So anyway, yeah, that was, uh, that was what I was stewing about. Yeah. Yeah. No car shows. Let's do a zany car show. (laughs) Speaking of crimes, Mm -hmm. um, my buddy Jerry sent me an, an, a news article that uh-huh. may, maybe you've seen, Ian. Let me pull it up here. I um, saw the headline, but I, I, this is the first. I'm going to get details. Okay, so there's a man accused of stealing over one million dollars worth of cars from Colorado dealerships. That's amazing. Yeah, Colorado Springs. Ah, uh, Colorado Springs, the whole city that makes me itchy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, he admitted to stealing more than $1 million worth of high-end cars from Colorado dealerships over two weeks. He was basically writing checks, writing bad checks. And... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like I know that victim blaming is real, really, really, really not in vogue these days. However, uh, I feel like if someone who is uh, a 29-year-old man, it says... Uh Yep. Kyle. Uh, Fucking Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> First of all, if anyone named Kyle. No. Um, if if someone is buying a, a you know a Porsche or an Aston Martin, these high end cars, yeah, with a check, yeah, you you don't make sure the check clears before, right? Right. Yeah, before you hand him a Porsche. And honestly, I feel like, I feel like you let him keep one. Right. Like, oh, that's just, oh, you got us. Right. You're going to go to jail for a few years, but you'll have a Porsche waiting for you. you Right. Right. Yeah. So then he, he rolls up to an Aston Martin dealership in the Porsche because we know you can't do it in a Tracel. Right. (laughs) And yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Outstanding. Oh, I like this. He was wanted on outstanding warrants from various places in Colorado. Dating back to the beginning of the pandemic, Feb 2020. Yeah. Oh, wow. Identity theft. Oh, there we go. Fun times. Yeah. Yep. Oh, warrant for motor vehicle theft in Littleton. I'm going to be on the lookout for this dude. Yeah. (laughs) So there you go. uh, My buddy Jerry sent that. So thank you, Jerry. Yeah. Well, that yes, thank you, Jerry. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I would also like to report a crime. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. I I think I'm aware of what this crime is, and I'm looking forward to hearing it. So my ego was recently <laughs> and, a uh, violent act was committed against your ego. Yes, Assault, and, uh, assaulted. Yeah, I am as the as the as the kids say, shook. <laughs> Um, Uh (laughs) so my three-year-old, my toddler, uh, uh, he turned three, newly three, yeah, newly three. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yes. And as, uh, a parent of a, of a, of a child having Mm -hmm. a birthday, I did what everyone does. I went to Safeway at 9 PM (laughs) and made some poor employee inflate like 14, Helium balloons. Doesn't the floral department usually close way before that? That's where that's. Oh, you can go find someone. They will do it for you. Oh, (laughs) I know. Those poor, those poor bastards, Ian. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel bad. No, I mean not bad enough to not go do it. (laughs) Well, yeah, balancing, you know, how a toddler would react to not having balloons. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Um. So. So I'm. I'm headed outside with my my balloons and I'm going to the car and I'm under like a well, like there's, I'm right next to the cart corral. Oh yeah. Uh There's a big light shining down. And, uh, 
there was a, a, a gentleman who is employed by the grocery store uh, corralling up the carts to, to bring him in to the thing. And he sees me with all the balloons. Uh-huh. And he says, are you having a party? And I looked at the balloons. <laughs> and I was like cramming him in the back of the car. In in uh, which Volkswagen were you cramming them in? Uh, uh, in the uh, in the all track. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm cramming in the back of the car, and I'm like, looking, I'm like, yes, yes, I'm having a party. Right. And he asked me. Uh, he, the next words out of his mouth were, <laughs> "How old is your grandchild turning?" Now, now, YouTube viewers. <laughs> YouTube viewers, you know what, you know why he said that. Uh, for audio only listeners, I am um, a 38 year old man. I, I guess technically would be old enough to have a grandkid, but I mean, yeah, that would be gross if that things yeah. things things would have gone poorly for me in high school. I think, yeah, if that were the case. Um, yeah. Not was not super thrilled. I loved not, you. I loved your tweet that said like in you know. I said it, in lieu of flowers, just send some fucking moisturizer. I suppose. <laughs> oh, buddy, buddy. Why do people say insane things to me? <laughs> like I don't know if I just have a face that says please, please remove the filter between your brain and your mouth and say these and say things to me, but, especially. When it comes to your appearance, right? Because I think both yes. of us have insane shit said to us, uh-huh. right? But yeah. I think I think for you, they lean in on your appearance for some reason, which I don't get because you're a handsome man, you know? And you're just out there living your life, being a handsome dude. Handsome, like I could star in an ARP commercial. <laughs> Wait, didn't I see you in a reverse mortgage commercial? <laughs> every time I thought I, they were trying to steal my home, but it turns out they weren't. Every time I see Ian, I want oatmeal and I'm concerned about my blood sugar. Yeah. So <sighs> So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I I don't know what to tell you, but people People say insane things to you about your hair, about mm-hmm. you. They mm-hmm. they misgender you at the hardware store. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But if anybody can roll with it, I know my buddy Ian can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did laugh a lot. When said that. But <laughs> did you tell him inside, you were 38? I, I did not. No. I said, my child is turning three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, man, you're going to be tired with all that. No, he didn't say anything. He was just, I think he was just, I honestly, I think he was using it as a jumping off point to talk about his grandkids. Ah, gotcha. To talk about his grandkids. Um, but you know, right. Right. You know what? I, I never would have thought of about him being excited to talk about his grandkids. So he's trying to connect to you. Right. Okay, and he's like, "There's someone with white hair and balloons." Yeah. Oh man. And then what was my response to you? I said that that person has definitely asked an overweight woman if she was pregnant. Yes. Yes, I agree. Very similar right? energy. Very yeah. similar energy. Right. Oh yeah. So. Oh. Oh, Ian. So well, I was going to write like an FMK cars with some sort of like getting old twist. But sure. I, just didn't, I, um, I didn't take my Metamucil this morning, so I didn't, I didn't have the energy. <laughs> you didn't have time to sit on the toity and think about it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, it, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where to yeah. go with that. <laughs> so everyone, best. just uh, send depends. To... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, is there an elderly class in kart racing that we could get you into? <laughs> the senior class. Yeah. Uh-huh. The master's class. Yeah. That's what they used to call it in ski jumping, the master's. Ah, nice. Nice. When I was cyclocross racing back in the day, senior men's was anything over 35. And I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Kids, I don't want to race with you anyway. <laughs> 
Yeah, try singing Bon Jovi in the middle of a race and no one else sang along. Yeah, that's what happens when you race with the children. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. Um, um, okay. We have, can we talk about actual car stuff yes. for a second? Yes, let's talk about car stuff. Um, our, our track day prep continues apace. Yes, yes it does. Um, so it's going to be yourself yes Peter. yes and me yes and anybody else who wants to join us you're welcome to come to high plains raceway and yep. yeah and say hello yeah the emic volkswagen uh track day but you can show up in any and everything yep it's fr- it's free for spectators and yeah. yeah yeah otherwise bring a car yeah um so what has been going on with the vegan well ian i'm glad you asked because I have here, oh boy, the bill from Mile High Automotive. Okay. Now you know how much this is, right? I told you how much I spent, uh-huh. but I just want to read some of the technicians' comments on the bill. Oh. Okay. Oh, so, I wasn't aware that there was comments. Yeah, uh, I'm pulling. I'm. I'm. It looks like I'm distracted. I'm pulling up my my bill as well okay okay gotcha all right so um jeff at mile high uh also uh mile high is uh the owner terry is retiring so they're going to be no more at the end of this month i know i know right a great indie shop absolutely clutch indie shop Mm -hmm. yeah oh uh so since Saab was you know being Saab, they started working on subarus right Mm-hmm. My coworker has a Subaru Crosstrek. The dealer quoted him almost four grand in service for like some leaky um, uh, valve cover seals and like all kinds of stuff, right? Four grand. I told him to get a second opinion at Mile High, eight hundred and twenty-nine bucks for the wow. same work, wow. right? That's you awesome. want to find an honest shop? There you go, right? Yeah. Um. So despite my cash infusion to them mm-hmm. with this, they're still retired. Like I, said, it was, I, I think I told you, I think it was nice of you to buy the owner a retirement present. Yeah, right. So it, so I had them uh, bleed the brake lines and put in new brake fluid, right? The Motul 660, I think, yep. right? Yep. Uh, just because I had it, I'll switch to Castrol next per, per Matt's suggestion. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Matt. Um, so install owner's braided brake lines. Yeah, PETA uh, got me a set of good, uh, what is it? Good uh, good something stainless brake lines, right? Mm-hmm. Um, install owner's bra- braided brake lines, bleed system with the owner brake fluid, right? Uh, technician comments. Had to use a torch to disconnect seven brake line fittings due to rust. <laughs> line to right rear stripped and had been replaced before PETA and I talked about this because I hung out with PETA so uh-huh. yeah so We're, this is this is basically mechanic like this is the mechanic uh, uh, equivalent of per my last email yes yes and they're like you want to know why the labor hours were what they are right. this is why motherfucker right <laughs> Because your car is from Maine. So remove and replace exhaust, rear heat shields, and carbon canister. Customer supplied rear brake hoses. Lacked correct bosses to attach to to body brackets. Backed with hose clamps to affix. Had to chisel rusted retainer clips off front and rear hoses to remove. Bleeder valve on the brake caliper broke when bleeding the system replaced because the caliper was made of rust right replaced left rear caliper transferred pads and hardware blood system using customers brake fluid so that was just for the brake component oh my god yeah yeah so i i almost wish that like cars could report back to you you right they they could just tell you like who was kind to them and who swore at them a lot. Right. Right. And I feel like based like on a this, black box. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But I want, I want, but I want also not just a recording. Cause that doesn't, I want the cars like 
reaction to it as well. Oh, like, okay. Okay. Like how they felt, you know, like a child telling you about like a fight they had on the playground. Okay. You know? Okay. You know? So like the car's perspective, like, I don't yes. know why. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing the best I can. Then they take a torch to me. Yeah. Look, they I sp- moved me to Maine. <laughs> right, right. The roads are made of seawater. <laughs> I was basically a fucking rowboat. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So so I have I have uh, a lot of work done on the sob, a lot of the heavy stuff, the timing chain, balance chain, all that stuff. I do have that I would like to get done before we do the track day. The AC system has been properly discharged, so we're not venting that stuff into the atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to remove all the AC components to free up um, breathing to the radiator, right? Okay. Can't be a bad thing for that car. Yeah. Um, and then also I ordered uh, those um, inlets to replace the fog lights so I can pipe some hosing to the brakes. Yes. Yeah. So I ordered that, the hosing. Oh, and I ordered some uh, static cling uh, blackout film for the sunroof. So since that, that was in the headliner, I don't have the sunroof cover anymore. So I don't. So I, I roast in the Viggen when it's sunny out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So for me, you know, the like million, billion watt bulb of the sun. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Smart. Um, so yeah, so that's and then I need to get an alignment this week sometime, but it's gonna snow and it's gonna be cruddy. So we'll see if I can get in to get an alignment before we go. That's my fault because I asked my mechanic to put my my summer tires on. So um, You're, yep, yep. Thank you, was, thank you. I I had the all season switched. I I got rid of the uh the I took the winter tires off of Luther. So yeah, it's both of our faults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The rule in Colorado is you wait until May, but we don't like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, uh, what technician comments did you have from the Volkswagen from the R32? Um, I had, um, so basically I found, um, kind of a performance oriented shop in town that specializes in Audi Volkswagen and some BMW and Porsche stuff. Um, so I had asked them to take a look specifically at the brakes. I will say that between me kind of talking about it on the show and ta- getting in at the at the mechanic, I did drive it in the mountains and got the brakes kind of hot again for the first time since I had okay track. Yeah. Um, and honestly, by the end of that um, drive in the mountains, they started to feel a little bit better. Like, okay, but it was still a little longer than I like because I like a pretty yeah grabby pedal um but they did feel better after i got them hot again okay so i think it's just as it is always with this car like a bit of temperature management i think maybe i just got them too hot and cooked off some brake fluid or i had a little air in the system or something but they don't feel bad at all they're just the pedals a little longer than i was expecting with brand new pads and and all that. So gotcha. getting the, and they confirmed that. So they looked at the brakes and took it for a drive and they're like, it's fine. Pedal's a little soft, but it's okay. Okay. So, okay. Crisis averted. Whew, okay. Um, okay. So they are putting, I'm also getting Motul 660 because they, I had asked about the Castle stuff uh, after we talked to Matt. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, they're a Motul shop. So they had that on hand. Uh, so like, okay. Let's just do that. Um, but I did have quite a bit of just rubber shit that's broken. Right, so like right. um, both sway bar and links in the front were defective. So those are getting replaced. Okay. Uh, steering boot, uh, the steering rack boots and clamps. Oh, ugh. Um, that's a nasty bad. job to replace because you got to pull tie rod ends. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Strut mount bushings, and I knew those were bad because they were squeaking when it was cold out. And I was okay, like, oh, I'm gonna have to do that. And they are they those like, the uppers? Yeah, the uppers. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, and the drive shaft guibo. <laughs> what is that? Like oh, Peter, Peter told me about that. Yeah, it's like a little rubber. Yeah, 
connector thingy. thingy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Peter Peter told me about that. Yeah. Hearing yeah, him say so, Guibo in Mainers, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so doing doing that, doing that as well. Nice. Um so yeah. So more than I was hoping yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff adds up real quick. But I, you know, I I, I so, you know, like I'm trying to make this more track focused, so really kind of go through it. And so I think we're just kind of getting it to a baseline. Okay. And then we'll move on from gotcha gotcha that's good moves good moves so then you'll supercharge it next season no we'll see we'll see yeah um depends if mr netflix calls there you go right yeah um i had the honor of going up to uh see our good buddy Peter and helping him get his bmw ready oh that's awesome i uh he is doing tons of work and it it's looking so good his car is gonna be so dialed um but he uh replaced his clutch and pressure plate right so that means transmission out and i went up there up the hill to help him put his transmission back in wow an e36 transmission if you google um like i can't uh e36 transmission install help the first thing you see is like a Bimmer World forum where like somebody's like, help, right? <laughs> so we, we kept getting the transmission about an inch before it was fully mated. And it was flashbacks to like when we were underneath the Maserati at Road America doing that on your dad's first, uh, the red one, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and you know, I'm in the back kind of lifting and pushing and PETA's kind of twisting so that the splines line up right Mm -hmm. and and we tried and tried couldn't get it took a break for dinner did some googling Peta redid the the clutch and pressure plate with the alignment tool just sanity check right Mm -hmm. and then we tried it again it didn't work try it like and it's getting late it's getting towards like 8 30 9 o'clock and we're working outside in like 40 some odd degrees you know laying on cold concrete right and then like then we're trying trying and like i lift up the back just a little bit and we feel like move in like a half an inch right and it was like oh and and i and i was like oh we need to pick up the back just a little more and then like pete is like fuck yeah (laughs) and it just like you know, like that magic moment, right? Yeah. That feeling that you get from like that f- magic moment because it's either happening on that garage floor or you're towing the whole car to a shop, right? Yep. Where they're, where they're going to have just as hard of a time putting it back in as you. They're just going to have it over their heads, right? Right. And so like, man, that f- like I got that feeling that I've been missing for like for so long. It's such like a with, satisfying click. Right? Right? Yeah. You can't buy that feeling. Right? right? You can't purchase it, right? Yeah, I mean I that Maserati time, I think about that all the time because it was like I still remember in the bay next to us the team with the BMW that did a complete swap engine swap yes. in the time that it took us to replace the clutch yes right and like everything fought us on that like everything it was just one of those times where like you know getting the starter motor out was just right. such a pain in the dick and then like and and then but there was that moment where there was like four of us under the car i think i i think somebody had their hand down through the shifter hole holding and like, yeah, yeah two or three People of us were on under- exhaust out of the way. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, yes. <clears throat> yeah. So there was, it was like all hands on deck. Yes. And we fought it for, it seemed like forever. And then just finally, like we all, it was like we had a Ouija board. Yes. We all yes. moved at the same exact time, same direction. Like without talking. Uh-huh. And it just clunk. Yep. Yep. Right. And we were just like, holy shit, who has the bolts? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Nobody no, move. Right? No one drop it. Yeah. 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 
So it was it was fantastic to see Peta again. It was a, a true pleasure to help him put his transmission back in. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm so looking forward to our track day. We're gonna have such a good time. Man, me too. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We need it, right? Mm-hmm. Ian, do you know what you need? What do I need? You need one or two license plate games. Ooh, I do need a license plate game. You know? Yeah, there you yeah. go. For anyone who hasn't seen this, this is where Dave takes pictures or gets pictures sent to uh, apexadjacent at gmail.com or texted to us at 720-515-1391. Boom. Got it. Yeah. Um, and he And he presents me with three cars with the license plates blacked out. Then he gives me the license plates and I have to match the license plate to the car. Yep. There you go. So I have a, uh, I have one from our buddy, Jesse, and I have one from uh, Aaron as well. Okay. So let's do Aaron's first because there's a little bit of a story with this. Okay. Okay. So before I give you this, I'm going to read Aaron's story about it. Right. So, um, Aaron sends us stuff all the time. He sees banana stuff, right, in Wisconsin. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Aaron. So his family owns a drapery workroom in Milwaukee. Okay? Okay. So it's these cars are going to be his mother's, his father's, and his. All right? Okay. And the I think that's about all I want to say right now. Okay? Okay. And so they're all themed for this family business. Okay. Okay. What sort of business is it? It's a drapery workroom. So drapes, you know, window, window treatments, window. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, Yes. Uh, So let's see here. Let me get the folder up and here we go. All right, Ian, here is the quiz. All right. So first up, you have a reddish maroonish Dodge Caravan that we've all seen, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah, this ubiquitous minivan. Mm-hmm. We have a maroon or kind of more uh, wine-toned PT Cruiser, mm-hmm. and then we have a Volvo. Uh, that's the V seventy. Yeah, the V seventy cross country. Cross country, right? Yes. So, and the license plates are get, run me the give me the yeah. rundown. Installer, so I N S T A L R. Uh huh. Drapery. Uh huh. R A P R Y. Uh huh. Uh, and M J K D W I, which I don't magic. So that's his father's initials and uh, the name of the organization, uh, the company, Drapery. uh, It is Drape. Oh, Designers Workroom Incorporated. Okay. And uh, and he got in front of the um, the DWI reference uh, because you know driving uh, while intoxicated. intoxicated. He said it's OWI in Wisconsin, operating while intoxicated. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So which one of these cars is the installer? Which one is his father's with his dad's initials and the business? And then I'm going to guess mother's with drapery. I'm not going to lie. I think if I saw the drapery one, uh huh, I would think, uh, I would, I would be very confused by that if I didn't know that draperies were involved. Okay. Um, and I would maybe go to, um, um, a, a a veterinarian who specializes in birds. Okay. Doctor Apiary. <laughs> That's just how my mind works because I'm an idiot. All right. Okay. So what did you say? So the installer is. So I we he tells you whose whose plate it goes with. So who owns each plate? So he owns installer. His dad owns his initials with the. Maybe I shouldn't have told you that piece. Okay. Yeah. Well, Hmm. <laughs> so I I think installer 
Ooh, I don't know. This is tough. Yeah? Yeah. I think installer, I'm just going to go off of context clues with the installer being the Volvo because there's a there's a bunch of shit in the back of it. <laughs> right. There you go. Okay. I can see why you would say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a good practical car for, for someone lugging around tools and window treatments, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and ladders, probably. Yeah. And then I'm going to say... Hmm. Very. I'm guessing that. Uh, I'm gonna say that the <laughs> minivan is the initials. Okay. And drapery is the PT Cruiser. Okay. All right. Would you like to change your answer? Yes, I will. Swap the Volvo and the and the minivan. Oh, don't make it worse, buddy. Don't make oh, it worse. No! <laughs> that's that's okay so you got no, no, no. The- okay so the pt cruiser is the initials uh-huh installer is the volvo and drapery is the minivan yes you are correct oh, wow aaron also adds that his dad loves the pt cruiser and it's his second pt cruiser yeah pt yeah. cruiser fans man <clears throat> yeah. yeah it runs are, deep they're diehard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So thank you, Aaron, for sending that in. Uh, I'm going to get a hold of you about sending you something from uh, the Ohot store. Yes. Right? That was a tough one. It is. It is, right? Yeah. Well, buckle up, Ian, because guess what? Our buddy Jesse t- uh, has to walk through uh, airport parking garages all the time. So you know you're going to see insane bullshit when you have to do that Mm -hmm. right all right here we go here's jesse's quiz for you first up (laughs) i i want i want want you to describe the cars ian i want you to (laughs) you to describe the cars okay so (laughs) this is amazing there's a there's a pontiac trans am the last gen pontiac trans am i would say it's ws6 but i'm not entirely sure it has the quad exhaust man donnie's gonna yell at me so much it, but it has it, an insane wing on it right i have no idea what that wing is okay that is there's no there's no way that's stock that upper that upper wing i don't think it is i i don't know if you know how crazy america is ian <laughs> yeah. uh and then there's a pink yeah it is pink yeah it, it's it's kind of hard to Land- come across but it is definitely a pink Car. Land Rover LR4. Yes. With some stickers, some cartoonish kind of stickers in the back as well. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we have kind of just like a very boring white Mercedes C30. Um, C300. Yeah. Oh, C300. Sorry. Uh, C300. Yeah. Formatic. No, no context clues really other than some dark tint. Right, and you will notice that I kind of changed how I blacked out the plates on this. Yeah, so there's, I'm I'm guessing that means there's license plate holder. Let's see if I can zoom in. Just that they are different than what you would typically see. Yeah, is that like sparkly on the Trans Am? Kind of, yes. Okay. And then the Land Rover one has like, looks like a Land Rover dealer plate. Or yeah. dealer um, license plate holder. And then I can guarantee and verify that the Mercedes one was absolutely bedazzled or the the, the fake bedazzled. gemstones that okay. you get at Pet Boys. Okay. Okay. All right. So now on these, li- these license plates. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ian. Can you? Uh, yeah, let un- me zoom back out here. Yep. Okay. okay. Now the plates, Ian. For these so cars. The first one is YOLO Girl. <laughs> Yellow Girl. Y O L O G R L. Uh huh. Yellow Girl. Yep. Um, for anyone uh, who doesn't know, uh, Dad, uh, YOLO <laughs> means you only live once. Uh, then there's Geek Squad. It, well, and YOLO is normally something you hear someone say before they do something dumb, like YOLO, and then they like fall off of like a, a rooftop patio with a mimosa in their hand. 
<laughs> right because they were like dancing on the table or something right it's it's the thing most often said uh before someone dies in a tragic selfie accident yes like it's the br- backwards off a cliff yes it's the brunch equivalent of hold my beer watch this <laughs> yes yes hey watch this yeah <laughs> yes okay um okay and then the last one is superstar s-u-p-r-s-t-r or a poultry enthusiast who just really likes to talk to poultry uh-huh sup rooster <laughs> did you read the middle one did you read geek squad i did i, I read geek squad did you oh okay oh i guess i didn't maybe i didn't geek squad yes was yeah the one. okay yeah, geek squad mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> if you get this i'm going to be very impressed i mean <clears throat> i think the easy thing to do here uh-huh is to give immediately yolo girl to the pink okay sure to the to the pink land rover okay all right however <laughs> i don't think i think that is a trap really i think it's a trap and i think yolo girl is the mercedes huh okay because right. i think it's a, like a newer car okay um and uh and i think it means more like it's more in the context of like splash out let's okay okay uh treat yourself kind of context right yes yes okay. and I, so i think superstar is the is the land rover huh okay and i think geek squad is the trans am because i think we all know the it guy who would think that wing was a good decision right Right, right. Locked and loaded final answer? Yes. Well, Ian, I got bad news for you. You got them all wrong. Damn it. (laughs) You should have trusted your gut. YOLO girl's a pink-ass Range Rover. Living large, man, and loud and in your face. This was my my first thought. This lineup right here. And I didn't do it. The Geek Squad Superstar one like that i could have sworn that geek squad was on the uh on the trans am really yeah but nope Tr- geek squads on the mercedes benz and superstars up on the trans am yep Man, that was yeah. a tough one because i always feel like people are trying to trick me like i <laughs> overthink it you know you do and you do the same thing with your fantasy f1 you you get in there and you noodle and you, I do. You, exactly yep, you tinker, Ian. Yep. You gotta yep. trust your gut, man. I know. You just I know. gotta first instinct, man. First instinct. Yep. If if dumb public school standardized tests taught us anything, Ian, it should be that, yeah. right? I just I love I love how people just like lean into their personalities, right? You know, right? Like I mean, YOLO girl. Without a pink Land Rover, yeah, you know this person, right? Yeah, and, yeah. You you know <laughs> that they stand outside of a you know somewhat middling restaurant for brunch for hours, right? Right. That person has said "woo" in the last twelve hours, guaranteed. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. So there you go. So thank, thank you, you, Jesse. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse and Aaron. Those were fantastic. Absolutely. Yes. So I, I think that might just about wrap up what we got to talk about, buddy. I have one, I have one last thing. Oh yeah. And this is a good segue because you know we've talked a little bit before about how the danger with this game is you could really get into some stereotyping. Yeah yes yes uh which i do which i do (laughs) but it's fun stereotyping um and i saw a plate the other day that i think is very funny um and it's and it's funny to me because it got me thinking about like how it wouldn't work with any other type of car oh okay go ahead and 
in the current show folder, you can uh-huh. you can see that I've used. I think one I know my, which which one this is. <laughs> my stereotype, my, my my typically great uh, file names. There you go, Alfa Romeo Julia, that nice blue color, mm-hmm. with the license plate that says Luigi. <laughs> Right. But spelled L-U-I-G-Y. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, and I just like, I chuckled when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was thinking like, there is no way that that would be, you couldn't do that with a German car. Right. 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 Or even like a Mini Cooper. You couldn't put a Nigel license plate on a Mini Cooper. It wouldn't be as... Right. It's not as funny. Yeah. You don't hear it in that voice, right? Because when you see that plate on this car, you hear the voice, right? Right. Yeah. And for some reason, we've all just decided that that's okay with (laughs) Italians and nobody else. And I'm I'm fine with it. Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, But yeah, I just thought it was an interesting phenomenon that you could do that with an Italian car, but no other car would that be acceptable. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If there was a, a BMW with like a, a Dieter, you know, license plate, it's yeah. just not as funny. No. Yeah. Doesn't make me as happy. Yeah. No. Well, and if I saw like, you know, I mean, I think if you did that with like a Japanese or Korean car, you'd be like, oh, <gasps> <laughs> right? Like it would, it would, it would, co- it would come up with a totally different energy. Right. Right. And, you know, on like a, you know, like a Camaro, you just like if it was Chad. Yeah. 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 Right. You'd be like, oh, that's that person's name. Yeah, exactly. Right. That is their name on that license. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Luigi. I love that. That's great. Any, any like vanity plate that makes you do a hand gesture. Uh Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Where did you see that at? That's great. Um, that was, um, by the oh we went to the uh um jenny and i had like a lunch with no lunchtime with no children ah yeah and so we uh we went to city park and had a little had a little picnic oh nice buddy nice yeah and it was it was parked there nice there you go right on luigi i see you luigi yeah i appreciate you yeah thank you luigi for coming in to make our days better Mm mm-hmm um, I think we done did a car show. We did, Ian. Unless you have any more uh, one-star iTunes reviews to to read us. <laughs> I mean, I feel like after the intro to tonight's show, we will definitely have some more one-star iTunes reviews complaining about woke snowflakes. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, thank you, assholes, for identifying yourselves, right? But jokes on you guys. We never intended to have lots of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so leave us an iTunes review. That's something other than one star. We'd appreciate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, a bonus. If you leave a five star review that calls us woke snowflakes, (laughs) there you go. If you do that and you can prove it's you, we will send you a sticker. There you go. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, uh, 720-515-1391, uh, text Jason at gmail.com. Yes. Yes uh and uh yeah twitter yeah tweet at us do all the things um stay safe everybody absolutely we love you goodbye